0: Your real self is inside you, your body gets old, some of you go to look at the fridge, little, you don't have no teeth, your hair's leaving you, your bodies get tired, but your soul
1: and your spirit never die. Sweat As, the podcast. Richie Heat, it's been a long time coming mate, thank you for coming in, welcome to Sweat As.
0: Absolutely no problem Henry, it's very nice to see your smiling face again.
1: Yeah, it's been a wee while. It has, it has. Um, did you survive your lockdown unscathed
0: totally unscathed i actually really enjoyed it to be fair henry it's not often you get a chance to be told to stay home and not do anything right so i've uh, been pretty busy and obviously in the real estate industry for the last few years so um, we haven't been doing too much in the last uh you know four weeks or five weeks during that lockdown period so it was nice to get the suit off put on some more casual attire and spend some time with the family
1: You you can't tie down a hurricane um, and you do sort of blow around almost much like a tropical anti-cyclone Did you manage or was it just a case of unshackling or were you still a wee bit restless? Um, Restless indeed
0: Restless indeed We uh, have just got a new hound a little dog named Charlie so the poor little legs will run off that thing daily Got it. Got to uh, week three in lockdown, and the poor dog would cower in the corner every time I put my athletic pants on to go for a run.
1: Yeah, saying no more. Not again, pops. Yeah. <laughs> was, was it? A, what sort of dog? Yeah.
0: It's a English Blue Staffy.
1: Not big runners, are they?
0: Not big runners. No, big runner now. Short legs. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
1: hoping you were going to say one of those. Was it a dash hound? Are they the. Yes, they are the. They're the ones with they
0: the, the. The taller ones. Not the greyhound. The greyhounds are the runners. Mm,
1: yeah. Oh, is it, is it a schnauzer? What's the one? No, what's no. the ones with the little legs?
0: I don't know. Oh, I like the sausage dogs. Sausage, yeah. yeah no, sort of miniature schnaozer. No, 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 no. oh, can't be
1: embarrassed. It's no good. So you would have seen a few people out and about. Correct. I, I,
0: yeah, I live in the Arthur's Point area. Uh, and um, yeah, good times out there. Families on the street. Running up and down, kids out, you know, it was, it was nice. I've, I've been around Queenstown Henry for about 22 years and it was kind of took me back to when I first came to town, Least the bar's been open.
1: <laughs> it, it was a bloody good feeling, eh, when you could go out and you, you almost know, you know, every other person that you're bumming into, they're out doing the same thing, bit of fresh air and nice to reconnect, you know, at distance, but a good sort of community... You know, fabricy sort of united feel during the lockdown.
0: Yeah, I think so. And and I out in Arthur's Point, there were some people I didn't even know live there. Mm. Yeah, they're out on the you know with the child and the backpack and all sorts of stuff with the hound. A lot of people got hounds. Yeah. Oh, didn't realise that. Yeah. Um, and I was like, oh, neighbour, because we just get so busy, yeah, don't we? You don't doing our thing. So I enjoyed it.
1: I'm also Arthur's Point. You know, part okay. of the part of the family out yes. there and oh, it's a she's good country. There's a few good trails, a mm-hmm. few good bits and pieces that are tucked away there that you know you might not even know existed unless someone told you Like, Hey, you can put your bike down there. Yes you can.
0: I, there there's two trails I did not know of. And at a communal end of the street gathering one evening, uh, I was told of a couple of them. So I did a, get out there and explore and have a look at them. So it was yeah, it was a, it was a great country good area
1: one of those i'm not sure if it's the same end of the street gathering that i've actually seen go down but there's nightly at 5 p.m one of these streets a few neighbors would get together bring out a wee tipple and just um just mull it over i suppose but this is a daily routine before the lockdown that
0: is correct that'll be it was that a regan pierce street by any chance
1: yeah i think it's a regan pierce tracy Roxborough. correct and co
0: yes just you know obviously digesting the day's events yeah as they do
1: well, and you've got to stay connected great you know, stay in touch mm-hmm. and, um, so a bit of running throughout lockdown is there anything else you, do you do a, you know, you do a home workout a you know? little
0: home workout yep little home circuit bit of running not too much I just really enjoyed not doing a whole lot gardening outdoor should have stocked up more at of 10 yeah before the lockdown that was a big fail epic actually of epic proportions didn't have all the tools and the kit I needed normally I'd pay the man to do that but there was no man yeah, there right. was no man you are the man I was the man <laughs> I, was, I, was,
1: I was the man yeah.
0: yeah
1: it was a tough one to prepare for there's stories of people sort of thinking well they should have maximised their bubble before lockdown um, you know if there's just a crew of sort of two or three people mm. you know why not get a small sort of <laughs> commune scenario um, and have the larger sort of family but Unprecedented, wasn't it? It was. That's uh, never
0: been uh, in lockdown before. You do things differently, probably, if you knew it was going to happen again.
1: Exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't get tied into any of those challenges. You know, there's the push up challenge, mental health, mental awareness. Twenty five push ups for twenty five days. You didn't get sucked into any of that. Sort no, of that.
0: no, no. But I have actually speaking of uh, Regan Pierce, I've been watching him for his daily. Uh, events he's been doing very entertaining i don't know how the man has so many costumes and comes up with so many ideas it's unbelievable i think he's up to about day 19 at the moment it's not about the press-ups for that man
1: no it's about the show the The performance, and it's a
0: very good performance
1: because he could go deeper in his push-ups you know yep
0: yep totally agree and you know there was a comment on that
1: right yep I'm not sure if you saw his video from yesterday. It included um, his daughter. She was a caddy carrying his clubs. He had a pitching wedge. He had to plant a ball from 77 meters out into this trampoline. this sort of a round trampoline, and try and hit that target. I did a little bit of digging around, and I saw that the ball that he signed, you know, because he wanted to make sure it was unique. He was like, "Here, I'll sign this ball before he hit it." I did a bit of comparative analysis ah yes yes and i believe the ball that ended up in the trampoline in the hot spot was planted <laughs> the uh, the signature on that was different to the one that he did during the video oh. in real time
0: well I, and look i think that should be brought to the forefront with video evidence <laughs>
1: <Well>. <laughs> to call
0: the man on his activities
1: I'll show you look there's the um, that's the one that yes. he did during the edit yes. and then that's the one he pulls oh, out of the that's not tr- right that's a different
0: that's not right the look at the circles
1: bigger totally different now I called him out on that obviously I posted <laughs> these side by side I did my Sherlock Holmes so I did my best Sherlock Holmes and he deleted them because I think whoever he, just, he nominated he really wanted to do the he,
0: challenge so. he, de- he deleted it yeah, he that's rough It's slippery pretty rough <laughs>
1: <laughs> but he might have to be a future guest. I'd say. Oh, I imagine originally. he would
0: be very good quality to have on on the show.
1: Yeah, he's a good pedig- pedigree. He's good value. <laughs> and, um, obviously a little bit slippery, but you know knows how to get the job done. There you go. Let's um, let's take it back a few years, yeah, Richie. You say you've been here for about twenty two.
0: Yep. Before yes. all
1: that, you you palmy north. Palmy north.
0: Born, pedigree. raised, study, fled the scene. Yeah. Went overseas, went around there, had a look at a few countries over there, came down here actually in 1998, mm. was my first year here.
1: Nice.
0: There were about four bars that were open here, and I worked in one of them for, for a while, and enjoyed the, you know, life of not really doing too much, working in a bar.
1: She's a fun town. She was a fun she, town.
0: She was a fun town. Yeah, look. Different, different back then. Not much was around, really.
1: Right, the nineties. Which bar was it? Is it still around? Chico's. It was. Oh, yep. Oh, you bad man. So I think there was Wicked Willy's.
0: Icarts was a was a public bar then. They had Winnie Bagos, which was called something else, and Chico's in the world. I think that was about it. It was the world
1: round back mm-hmm. then.
0: Of course. Of course.
1: Were the Were you whipping up a few brain erasers? Horrible things. Uh, Chico's. Yes.
0: Well we used to have it was out of control we used to have queues out the front of the door Wednesday to Sunday every day. Nice. And old Spuddy there Spuddy the publican Spud Murphy poor man used to fall asleep counting the money at night. Because you know we went through different phases then of 24 hours and 3pm closing and 2pm then 6am closing yeah.
1: Was he just tired or was there that much money that it just took a wee while it
0: took a wee to account
1: right yeah 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 what was your what was your job at the bar just
0: well i started as a glassy right so i used to go around and pick up the glasses that were left on the floor or on the people that were sleeping on the floor or in the toilets or the people who were in the toilets just taking off them Yep, big job. It's yeah, big, big job. job, big job. And then I, uh, I graduated to the bar, pouring liquor right. for the man.
1: So you've seen some shit.
0: I have, I have, I have. Yep, pretty good times though. Good, good crew that they would always come in there. I mean, they were the days when the, you know, the two or three police officers, you know, there was no responsible drinking code of ethics then. Right. My, my philosophy was if you could. Move your hand towards the bar in a forward motion to pick a glass up.
1: It's good enough for you. Perfect. Yeah. It's
0: fantastic. Yep.
1: Yep. <laughs> Before it closed, the Wakatipu rugby team would often head there for some after game refreshments on a Saturday night. Yes. A lot of, a lot of cougars. To correct be, especially correct. after boiler room sort of shut up shop it seemed to be quite yep. a was it traditionally a, a cougar arena or was it a sort well of no no thing? it was
0: it was tr- it, it started off as a kiwi experience Kentucky type market right. the younger crowd would come through yeah and obviously as the the number of bars you know increased then there are other options out there for people and then um you know, maybe the older sort of cougary crowd have a bit of reminiscences of, of back in the day. So they'd come along and that they'd, they'd see guys like yourself, Henry, who was just one player of the day. And, you know, hey, you'd have a brain eraser and then.
1: Luckily, not remember what happened next. <laughs> not
0: remember what happened next.
1: Um, were you a uh, pitcher of good health? these days as well or did you let yourself go was it sort of no
0: no always always a picture of health my my background was starting in and um fitness and um i was a personal trainer for many years but um so i looked after the body during that time um because i was probably thrashing it internally a little bit
1: so you were literally living well, yeah, well as,
0: start, as part, it was part of the job yeah you know okay Um, But, you know, at the same time, we used to do things like, uh, you know, Queenstown's top bloke and there was the man-o-man and all sorts of stuff where you had to look, you had to prance around and not much, so you didn't want to let yourself go.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's it's all about balance, isn't it? It's total balance. It's a common theme for the Sweetheads podcast. (laughs) So you got your dippy in sports science and um, physiology, I believe, just off the top of my head. That's
0: correct. That's very good. Recall from you there
1: got your dippy uh, yeah. you, now you, you've done a bit of gym work as well eh? you've worked all, have you worked all over the, on the gym front or is it
0: yep well when I came to Queenstown I worked in uh, Queenstown gym because that was the only fitness facility there uh, and then another one started which was peak fitness I believe opposite the rec ground there so we worked in Queenstown gym there met up with your cohort Braden Lee, we were the first two to start running boot camps Ah. 6 a.m. boot camps, and so me and Mr. Lee worked together, thrashing souls, the early hours of the morning, yeah. um, and then had an opportunity to, to uh, go across and set up and run uh, Alpine Health and Fitness at
1: the ev- a, at the events, yeah. I when I first met you, I think it'll be probably correct. You were out there, getting it done, getting yep. it off the ground, mm-hmm. getting some good sort of things in place there, and. Yeah, and then did you, was that your last gym?
0: That was the last gym, yep. We had, the council had a restructure at the time. The new council man came in and we we were partially funded. We were a company at that time, a private company called Lakes Leisure. And we contracted to do council's work, so council were half, 50% in charge of it. So they decided to bring all their their facilities back in-house instead of contracting them out. Um, so, yeah, that's a bit of a different f- philosophy and direction of where we were going, and so decided to give something else a go.
1: And it's a bit of a 180, isn't it? Sort of, a, to go from sort of being a personal trainer or a manager Three. of a gym into real estate, what sort of spawned, you know, the, well, the, the game, well, obviously that's what you'll yeah. change on, but what made you think, hey, real realty?
0: Well, me and my wife had always been interested in real estate we had a couple of properties rental properties Uh, and um, yeah I don't know I I knew I knew a lot of people but I didn't think that was you know I just knew people because you do in the gym because everyone most people go there and um, (coughs) I'd had a few real estate companies quite keen to get me on board to give real estate a go and I was like oh you know Bit of a dodgy reputation. Slippery bar. Oh, slippery guy in his suit. You know? Um, but yeah, so when we had a change in direction there, I was just going to put my. Well, actually, I was going to move to Wellington and look at potentially running Elias Mills down there, but we um, stayed. Wife had a really good job at Destination Queenstown, so I thought I'd give real estate a go. Found some really good local guys that uh, had a company here called Homes. They were genu- genuinely nice guys. and I'll give it a go. Hey, look, if I don't make any money, we can live off the wife for a little while. Give it a 12 monthly
1: yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. and see how it goes.
1: And it seemed to work, work out. Yeah, it's, 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 it's
0: interesting. It's actually not too, too dissimilar to personal training in a, in a fact that, you know, in real estate, it's, it's about people and it's about understanding people and helping them reach their goal of buying a house. You know, if it, when I was a personal trainer, I was doing the same thing, um, trying to make people reach their fitness goals. Different personalities need to be pushed or prodded the different ways. Same with real estate. You come to buy a house. My, my goal is to get you one uh, and you get there in, in your own different way. And if you can understand how people operate, you actually become... Uh, quite good in real estate, and a lot of good real estate agents that have been in town for a long time have come from the tourism industry. The people, people, they understand how people tick, and you know, one, it's not a one, one stop shop. People are different, and they need to be motivated to get there in a different way. So I'm, you know, gone. You know, all I'm doing is not wearing my tracky pants now, and I'm wearing the suit pant.
1: That's a, that's sort of a. You want to apply that to. A whole host of things is you know the personality comes first, and then it's the job second. You know, I guess it's the interhuman sort of connection. You know, if you can manage that, figure that out, and yep. then help sort of I guess tailor an approach or figure out a means to get it done. Then you know that's how yeah, that's how it and, works.
0: and real estate's a funny game. You know, you've got to, you've got to be liked and trusted by the people that you're doing the job for to sell the home. Um I was very fortunate that I'd been around town for quite a few years so did know people uh and had a you know a good good reputation in the f- fitness industry and so it was a not such a long changeover as opposed to you know if you're starting out brand new and you didn't know anyone in town so it made it a bit easier
1: you almost be you know what's next is a a counselor uh, you know um yeah, you know you get on you know you know a few people you're well connected you know if you want to give back you know what, what next or are you quite content in the, oh, the realty game for I've, now I've, I'm quite content in the realty game at the moment
0: but i'll i definitely give back when i'm a bit older yeah got time to give back and you know the, the town's been very good to me i've been very very fortunate here henry i've you know met a wonderful wife and Got a beautiful little girl and met a lot of good friends like yourself along the way and pretty fortunate, really, so um, yeah, I mean, do a lot of charity, I'm an auctioneer as well, so do a lot of charity auctions and raise money for a whole lot of variety of different stuff, so I mean, if we can help out, we can. I think it's important too.
1: Nice. It's, there's something special about the town, isn't there, where Mm. it attracts a special sort of type of person and, you know, there's a lot of doers out there and there's a lot of watchers, but... Here in Queensland, there's quite a lot of doers, especially and yep. Um, and it's quite obviously it's pretty fun to get involved. You like to mix it up a little bit and do some cross dressing, drag racing. <laughs> um, is it Ivana? Ivana. What was, what was her
0: name? Irene Yankabolikov
1: Is that it?
0: <laughs> Irene. Irene had a few shots at the title and then did you know? And that was a that was that was very good. That was fun times. The uh, more FM Drag Race, uh, you know, and it was a bit of a rite of passage back in the day of, you know, new um, CEOs and various company leaders would come together and dress up uh, and, uh, uh, over the winter fest in women's drag attire and do various obstacle courses and to be crowned the Queen of Queenstown. It used to get a little bit messy back in the day before there was structure in place. Yeah.
1: She's a good initiation, isn't she? And Very good. Something yeah. that just being on the other side of that, unfortunately I never got to fully dig into my trans sort of side. <laughs> Instead of trying to run the event was just seeing these, you know, how deep into the character uh these semi-reputable and not any more respectable men would get into the, you know, the female sort of... Yeah,
0: it was it was quite concerning in some areas. <laughs> some people, I would say, were freed. <laughs> you know, you could see the look of freedom in their eyes and they loved it.
1: Who would you say was... Um maybe God, you know maybe at a realisation <laughs> is there anyone there? anyone you can mention oh no I light? don't
0: I don't think that would be appropriate but there were a few along the way that there that you know the light bulb went on and you could see what was happening
1: <laughs> oh, was good. hey a big part of your life um, is with the whistle isn't it
0: yes correct yep
1: must well, be massive, you're a reputable referee, you know, you've done a few trans Tasman officiating. How did you how did this come about? How did you how did you get into that?
0: Yeah, so I'm a, yeah, as you say, an international touch rugby referee and so I, I got into refereeing quite a quite a few years ago. I played at a reasonable level and as part of that you needed to provide a, a referee for for your team. Right. Like for the for a module, we call it a module level, which is like a club, you know, a town competition, um, and just sort of I I got you know I picked it up quite quickly and enjoyed it. Um, I, I was never going to get to a level where I could have with my referee, If that makes any sense.
1: Right. So, were, you, were your team like Richie? buddy, you go do the refereeing thing. Were Basically, you, was, were, you, were you the guy that went and did it and and obviously
0: did it well. Yeah, I did, and I enjoyed it, I I understood how it all worked, um, and managed to do quite well quite quickly, which I enjoyed, Uh, I really enjoy refereeing the elite level of the game, you know, New Zealand, Australia, uh, competitions, I've been to a few World Cups, Uh, we just had one in Malaysia last year, Um, and yeah, just really enjoyed it been in a high performance squad in New Zealand for the last uh, five years and out of that squad there's about eight of us, we get chosen to do various internationals and um, I suppose the exciting thing for us as far as touch rugby goes is there was a, uh, two seasons ago they started the NRL touch competition Mm. where um, each uh, the touch rugby Australia was brought out by the NRL the league um, a lot of a lot of the top players in New Zealand and Australia get poached by league at our national tournaments um, so
1: the, Your Benji Marshalls
0: oh, I tell you, yeah that they, they all got um, they all got pulled early <coughs> you know um, Johnston all those guys just get pulled pulled out relatively early and get given contracts so
1: just groomed
0: just groomed you know and you can see touch players on the league field because they were... Specific steps and amazing ball handling skills. <clears throat> so the NRL purchased uh, Touch Australia, and as a result of that, um, we put together a competition where the Auckland Warriors, because Australia all their national tournaments are club based, so let's say the um, the Brisbane Broncos have. The league team they'll have a netball team they'll have a touch rugby team they'll have a croquet team they'll have a you know it's a big sports club uh-huh. yeah and so they um they created a competition where every curtain raiser of the nrl game will be as a touch rugby game club versus club so the auckland warriors put a touch team together and um <coughs> yeah so we'd travel around and do nrl games
1: Awesome. Yeah, pretty, pretty cool. Did they replace the under-20s comp? Oh, yeah, or oh,
0: they do that, but they play earlier.
1: Right. Yeah. Well, so there's under-20s league, and then there's also touch yep. and, and so croquet, and it's all just <coughs> building <coughs> up to the big yeah, NRL so game.
0: Yeah, so they, w- we'll do the curtain raiser before the NRL. We'll do a touch game, and then where it used to be, the under-20s.
1: Gotcha. Mm. Who would have thought that... People touching people would was exciting. Was that exciting and could open so many doors for you? Unbelievable. That's awesome. Yeah. I guess it's pretty good that because you were playing touch as well, um, you could. It's pretty easy to be quite critical of a ref um, if you're a player. Yes. And you, I guess, you could have identified things that you sort of want, you know, that you didn't like in a ref or that you liked in a ref, and then you could implement mm-hmm. them to it was
0: j- Just make the correct call.
1: That, is that always a, helps is it is as simple as that you
0: find that people don't like you when you make a poor call it's pretty simple yeah <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah yeah yeah. you got them wrong yep you got that right sometimes it feels <laughs> like refs don't understand that
0: oh yeah I mean some, sometimes referees uh, make, you know they'll make a a, a call um, you know and and they'll be wrong and you do make a call that's wrong and you know I'll be the first to say hey sorry boys that was a, that was a poor call we I'm going with the call. that normally diffuses it because they're like, oh, yeah, fair enough, ref So, sorry, mate, you know, I don't get it right all the time and carry on. But some referees will be like, nope, that was the right call. But, you know, when you're looking at the replay on TV, it was a poor call. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> be honest to the man, they appreciate it.
1: Um, yeah, refer- your referee got so good, you got the National Touch Referee of the Year accolade.
0: The accolade? This, this
1: sort of attitude that i guess you know warrants such uh, such an award
0: oh you know it was it's nice to be nice to get those i suppose i suppose um but yeah yeah as i say i've been very fortunate in, in in touch in the touch world to be able to do what i do and surrounded by a few good people and good coaches and mentors in the system that helps you you know perform really well so yeah that's just a result of you know, surrounding, surround, good coaching and surrounding with with good people in in the sport.
1: Mm. Kind of hard to touch people at the moment. Um, can't do that. Can't no. do that. Ooh, COVID. COVID. Uh, well, I did see what rugby's firing back up again in June or something. So just touch and everything that comes. Well, with you, it, you
0: think he, you think the touch on the shoulders are going to be a bit better than the old league hold down and hand on the face type of thing so gyrate a wee bit.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah yeah but hey sport will come back I think obviously we're pretty fortunate in New Zealand that we've got on top of the COVID so far uh, that we can sort of start to return back to a bit of normality
1: uh, just to deviate a little bit now um, you know that was some, your nickname for a while wasn't it uh, it was MC Calamity ah right understood um, yeah Similar. <laughs> Close. Okay. <laughs> yep. Um, you were dubbed a local legend uh, in a video last year.
0: Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. yep Yeah.
1: You obviously don't want to talk about the um, first tracks video N- with NZ, NZ, Ski. NZ Ski up there at Koro's. Yep. So you're a
0: <laughs> paid good money to do that. You paid them. <laughs> Just don't get local legend status for free, do you?
1: I've seen you up there a couple of times on your snowboard. You're an avid mountain man.
0: Yeah, I love it. I, as a, um, when I went over to Europe, I did a lot of seasons between Europe and Queenstown, sort of back and forth for a while, uh, snowboarding. So, um, yeah, living in Arthur's Point, it's pretty fortunate we can jump in the in the vehicle and jump up there for first tracks and um, I've been an avid first tracker for quite a while actually so we go up there for if those of you don't know what first tracks is it's a little extension you can put on your seasons pass where they open the lift for locals between 8 and 9 a.m and then 9 a.m for everyone else so we go up there and normally sort of some of the older boys are up there that you know they've been skiing for years that don't like the crowds and the purists the purists and uh, watch the sun rise and do a few laps and then jump back in your car and change into your suit
1: and then off to work off to work that's good eh hit that corduroy corduroy's
0: my mate speed runs because there's no no speed police that stand various parts on the way down, yelling at you for going too fast. You've got a free reign, so to speak, at that time in the morning, which is quite freeing.
1: Uh,
0: no kooks getting away either, oh, usually. Sh- no. And, you know, the corduroy. There's no one up there, but the, but the man and the corduroy. Away you go. It's good. It's good. clears clears the mind. You lot. see a lot of uh, people skinning up in the mornings as well. They don't like to waste... The, the the lift the ski lift I
1: think I mean, a, you know as you get a wee bit older I, s- I look at the tours you know the split boards and I'm thinking hey that is slightly more and more appealing each year very appealing are you are you in yep. any way inclined yep very to much so that?
0: yep yep no, I think it's a good f- form of access to different parts of the mountain and a good good form of fitness as well Mm. You know? Earn
1: your turns, they say. Earn your
0: turns, and take the lift as well. Sometimes that's
1: quite good. That. We, you know, all in moderation, <laughs> yeah. as we say. All you all get about, too, getting get too carried away. That's it. Uh, it's all about balance. <laughs> uh, you know, if you went to Les Mills there in Wellington, then this sort of lifestyle would be you know, out of reach.
0: Yeah, very much so, and I think that was one of the keys also to staying was to be able to be in Queenstown and. You know I enjoy the snow in the winter and you know the variety of what you can do here in the summer out on the lake a few friends have got the wakeboards enjoy the wakatipu lake and the trails around so I mean we're pretty blessed when you sit back and look at what we've got here to to be able to do that so yeah it's a big driver
1: to keep you here and we mentioned a little bit of community involvement earlier with you drag racing um, another, I like how you
0: dwell on that. You bring that back. You brought that back from the
1: bringing it back. Yep. Uh, but then <laughs> I'm just going to segue out of it. Yeah. Um, the another wonderful event which you lend yourself to is the dodgeball. Um, lesser as a competitor, but more on on the mic calling the shots.
0: Well, that, that you know uh, that's that is a high another highlight is it's been on the microphone with your good self. Henry always representing a very good costume. Um, that's not a
1: co- that's my that's everyday attire. Okay. that, that no, cool. um, jacket, Ooh, is it? And pant no, combo, it's, and it's quite it's nasty. The hat. The hat. Okay.
0: <laughs> anyway, it's a little bit rural. Yeah, a bit yeah. rural. And look, good competition. As you know, as we've talked about, I like those type of events. It's nice to see a man receive one in the midrift, at full swing, <laughs> the eyeballs bulge, and the crowd. Ooh.
1: if you're lucky you might slip a duster
0: you might slip a duster <laughs> and
1: um, you, know, you see it all down there
0: no, it's, it's alright, remember that year we did where our old mate where he lost his, <clears throat> had the skirt on and then had the thing that fell out yeah that wasn't good, remember yeah, luckily Howard and it. the onions were exposed to the children it's not good
1: it's good that even though things are sort of being kind of tamed uh, you know, quite, to quite an extent on the sort of public event front. Yes. You know, there's things like that that can sneak through.
0: I think it's good. It's great. It's great for the locals. It's good for the people that are here from out, out of town to see that. And it just adds a little bit of spice, you know, not so scripted.
1: <laughs> so um, from here, Richie, obviously, the you know, the community, we're sort of rebuilding per se i'm calling it a rebirth a rebirth yeah reincarnated mm-hmm. stripped back yep um how do you see you know the next six to 12 months unraveling
0: um look obviously we, we we're heavily reliant on the tourism industry um and from what we've seen so far it's it, it's taken a big hit You know, I mean, I think Queenstown, as we know it, um, from eight weeks ago, is going to be quite a bit different for the next little while. A lot of um, downtown is sort of tailored towards tourists, Uh, you know, a lot of tourist activities and so on here. So, um, yeah, I think there there will be a a recalibration of some sorts with property market, you know, jobs, various things like that. but I still think there is a good underlying level of locals, and you know, it's great to see everyone out and about trying to help each other and keep local. Um, you know, Queenstown is what it is, it's a beautiful place. We're, we're very fortunate to be here. A lot of people around the world and in New Zealand want to be down here. Um, you know, a lot of people we've seen, and even over the weekend, have come in from Christchurch and. Driven up from Dunedin and various other places to be here. We've got a plane landing once a day, which is good to see. And the Kawara jet had a full load yesterday going across the
1: lake. Nothing better than than a full load going across the lake. Agreed. Um, it was quite surprising to see the town sort of hustling over the weekend. Though. There's you know people were out grabbing their coffees and yep. mingling and yep you know it yep. looks positive.
0: It does look positive. Uh, I mean, you know I, th- I think there are a lot of positive signs in the property market and if, you know in, in other areas because there are some people that, that aren't affected. You know they were just you know as normal carry on. But you know as we talked about being a tourism town. You know, there's a lot of people that are affected, which is a shame, you know, and that's going to take a while to come back.
1: Richie, while you're in here, um, obviously the rental market, property markets, were taking a bit of a hit. What does that mean, you know, from an insider? You know, how's that going to look in the next six to 12 months as well? Is this, um, obviously, things are, changes are afoot.
0: Changes are afoot. The rental market's probably dropped around 30% uh since uh, since the lockdown a lot of people had airbnb properties uh, that the tap got turned off mm. overnight so they swung those properties back on to to try and find long-term tenants uh, that was exasperated also by the job loss a lot of quick job losses
1: people rolling out
0: rolling out as the borders around the world were closing so um, there are a lot more rental Options on the market at the moment, so there's been quite a, a, a recalibration around rental rates.
1: Mm.
0: Um, a lot of people in older homes, up, let's say, argument's sake, Fern Hill, the single glazed ones, now have options of newer homes to move to at, at a reduced price. So, I mean, tenant, uh, landlord, uh, landlords have been very good over this time, very understanding, you know, dropping rents to, to keep people in, to keep good tenants in.
1: Well, for a wee bit there, it felt almost extortionate. You know, with the demand, thus you know the yep. supply is you know is less. Obviously, and then the prices go up. So now, obviously well, yeah, it's, it's the, sort
0: of turning back in the favour of the tenant, and it hasn't been like that for a very long time. Uh, you know, landlords have have ridden a very high wave of increased rental returns and and making good money. You know, on our shortage. Um, not helped by all the Airbnb properties that were taken out of the long-term rental market. Mm. Um, and look I, I think you know it, it's not a it's not a solution to our property our housing crisis because as soon as the tourists start to come back those people that were were short term now and long term will switch back to short term again you know and then maybe in 12 months time we may be in the same type of boat. Property market, good time to buy at the moment. We've seen probably, uh, you know, from what we've sold over the last little while, around about a 10%, 8 to 10% drop.
1: Okay. Yeah. Not major.
0: No, no. I think the really interesting thing for us, especially in, in, in our industry, is we thought I, I'd be having the suit on and the tight pant, walking around with the tumbleweed. No one wanting to buy. Everyone sitting on their hands. But it's not the case. Yeah. You know, we brought on, brought on five properties last week, and there's contracts knocking round on three of them. So people were there. People have got money. They've, you know, they know that they've saved some money already. So they're buying, which is really positive for yeah. us. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What about sort of a year from now? Can you, is there any sort of forecasting, or is it? Is it, no one really known? Do they? Crystal
0: ball stuff. The Henry, I think. Um, you know. The, the, the key factors is we didn't go into this uh, into this recessional type event we we're into with uh, an excess amount of properties on the market there was a shortage there was a listing shortage we have had you know we've got about eight properties a day coming to the market at the moment so there'll be a little window there of a few properties uh, that people will pick up I mean, banks are, you know, we're in a different situation as opposed to the GFC. The banks have lent responsibility, responsibly. They've been quite good. Um, they don't want to tip people up. You know, they can put them on, a, a you know, a interest only, and then they've got the six-month mortgage holiday they can go on. So if they come out of that and things that still aren't looking flash, then we may see, a you know, a few distressed-type sales. I mean, at the moment, we're not we're not being contacted by banks to sell it's just people that want to move on, need to move on for various reasons Um, yeah, interesting interesting times
1: yeah rightio Richie um, it's been an absolute pleasure, just before we send you on your way I've just got a couple of quick fire questions for you (laughs) Um, what's your supermarket of choice? um new world
0: new world yes interesting it was pack and save right and then during this crisis type of event we'd been going to new world because they welcomed you not not a lot of people were there it was really good Uh, okay they looked after you sanitized you at the door brought you in gave you your trolley
1: your trolley? There was a COVID scare there, though, wasn't there? Yes, yep. Is that what?
0: Back, back and save
1: now. <laughs> it's a big one, eh? I sort of what, judge people on their supermarket of choice. Yeah, was... right. Understood. Um, where is the best dinner in town? Ooh, that's a very good question from
0: you. It's a tough one, eh? Yes. It depends on. What type of dinner are you after? Are you talking a fancy dinner or just something that I'd go to as a something that I'd be quite excited to go? You to.
1: go to the thing that you'd probably hit the most.
0: Probably oh. the Lone Star.
1: Right. Keep it local. The original the Dixie Chicken. Mm.
0: Dave and he's a good man. He's a good man.
1: Oh, I enjoy it. He's a rooster, right? Yeah. You ever throw down a bit of squash with the uh, with the old master? Nah, negative. Negative. Let him be. Yep.
0: Best coffee? Uh, probably Bill. <laughs> Grouchy Bill. Yes, angry Bill. Been around the world on Athol Street there. Horrible man. <laughs> if you ever need to be brought down a peg or three and start your day off with depression, go
1: there. Yeah, if you're feeling good, don't go there. Don't go there if, well, you, if you want to stay feeling good. No. But if you want a bloody good coffee, if you
0: want a good coffee, my man, he pumps that out. Yeah, he does. Yeah, no, fantastic he's, coffee. He's good value. <laughs> he's, he's, he's a good man. He's a good man. You know, it's amazing because you know, cash only. No, if yeah. yeah. No tap and go.
1: No bloody paper trail here. Doesn't want to really know
0: about it. You know, and, and you know what? Customer service horrible. I've seen people break down in tears in there and sent out the door. He doesn't care. He had a bad review once, never looks at them. You know what, that crying person came back the next day because they drank the coffee and liked it. There you what go. do you say? What do you say?
1: Uh, nice, good. Go and check them out, Athol Street. Um, and lastly, you know, we touched on a few sort of things to do around here, but what would you say is the best activity here in, uh, in Queenstown?
0: Best activity? Well, I like that in the winter, it's got to be the skiing. I enjoy that yes nice good activity I think if you're a tourist (sighs) that's a tough one isn't it
1: Frisbee golf or something yeah
0: depends on your budget yeah you know Yeah. if you've got more than $20 you probably leave that Frisbee golf
1: (laughs) I guess with the newly you know obviously looking at a better tourist moving forward
0: I enjoy that. I'm not good at the Frisbee golf, but it's played by many a person there. Quite a very good disc golf there. It's a good course.
1: Good course, but yeah, it doesn't have a lot of credibility, does it? You know, it's probably the... A few left-handed cigarettes, you reckon.
0: There's, I, do, I do a bit of running around there. Through the haze. Through the haze. <laughs> You know, wobble on where I pop out the end by the ice rink, and then I end up in the skate park, and back to wobble, back to haze.
1: With we glow on, Ooh. that's why you love running around there. So just come out. And...
0: Honey, I'm doing another lap. <laughs>
1: <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Richie, hey, it's been an absolute pleasure. Um, nice to get to know you a little bit better.
0: Appreciate being on the show. Thank you.
1: Sweet as mate. you're a good man
0: you're a good man sorry
1: about that